It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. From Las Vegas, Nevada, the San Jose Sharks finish up a road trip that looked really ominous at the start, but now we're looking at it with a golden opportunity for San Jose Sharks hockey because they have a chance to go four and two in the six games if only they can get a victory in one of the hardest places to play in the NHL, T-Mobile Arena. That's where the San Jose Sharks take on the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. Uh, Drew, I think that we've uh, seen the Sharks team live in kind of a fantasy world in the last couple of weeks, but now they face the grim reality of a team that's the Stanley Cup champion and they picked up points in seven straight games. They came up uh, and looked dominant yesterday against Dallas. And first, my first thought was watching that game was, if this is the conference final, Dallas has got a lot of work to do. Oh, they do for sure. The best team still is the Stanley Cup champions. They put up a six-pack in both games, the last two games that they played. They can score from almost every line, almost every set of D, and they play hard. They play hard away from the puck. They track back really well. This is a team in a game tonight that the Sharks have to be as flawless as they can be in a game that is so chaotic at times, but a, a game that when you look at the San Jose Sharks, their feeling of confidence, their mindset, their, their swagger, call it what you want, is very different from the last two times they played the Golden Knights this season. Well, certainly because of what's happened on the road trip. And, and you know, uh, we were just talking with David Quinn. He said he felt that the Sharks, even though they were down 4 nothing against Detroit, he felt they actually defended pretty well. And I think I agree with him. The way that they played, it just was a strange set of circumstances. And then what got them back into the game was the fact that they scored so quickly. Yeah, but the defending is going to be key tonight. Um, David talked to us earlier also at the rink talking about how important it would be to not cheat for offense. Making sure you stay below the puck, making sure you take care of your own zone, making sure that you, you, you defend first to create your offense. So if you're cheating because you've scored 22 goals in the last four games and thinking, let's keep scoring because it's fun and that means we win, it's going to be a tough night. And last time they were in here, they got smoked. They got smoked they were, they, in every aspect of the game. So this is going to be a very interesting game tonight. I think so. And here's another interesting stat of the day. Since the San Jose Sharks left on the road trip on November 30th, counting that game against Boston, Mikhail Grandland is tied for the NHL scoring lead with Jack Eichel, which is kind of interesting for the matchup tonight. But since December the 1st, Mikhail Grandland scored more points than anybody in the NHL. That's a 10-day period. That's pretty darn good. It also shows... But David Quinn's been right about this guy for a long time. And we, I think, honestly, at the start of the year, when you didn't have Logan Couture and you don't have Mikhail Granlin, and they kept talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. I, I honestly, there was a couple times I rolled my eyes and went, they're talking about Mikhail Granlin here. I mean, he wasn't that great last year in Pittsburgh. He's got a lot of games under his belt. Maybe he's on the downslide. Maybe maybe he's not as good as you guys think he is. Ah, mom, that guy can play. What I love about him is 
his he's such a heads up player all the time. You can tell on the ice how, how well he sees the ice. Uh, the play to Hurdle on that uh, bank off the boards, great. Great. Fantastic. The play to Zetterlin for the overtime winner, fantastic because he anticipated checks. He checks, like if you if you watch a guy play hockey the right way, right now Mechanical Grandland is the guy to watch because he checks to create his opportunities. And uh, the um, the empty, the, not the empty, the, the second goal on the Adinger game, how he ruled the six on five. He basically he basically directed the traffic of everything. He was pointing. He was doing everything. Yeah, and then and then you know keeps the puck in, gets it down low, and then Barabon off to Eklund to to hurdle. I mean, he is totally in command right now of his game. You know who should be watching him more than anybody else, and I think he is. And we talked about it a few games ago. Is William Eklund. He's a guy that is going to learn a lot from this guy because William's not the biggest guy either, and neither is Mikhail Granlund, but yet he makes the most out of what he has and the way he trains and the way he skates and the approach that he has defense first and then that creates offense. I think that's going to help William a lot, and I think it already has. Ah, I agree, and, and playing with Tomas. Like, there's a guy that... What a, what a man, right? Wow. You know, Tomas... I thought it was really interesting when he told us, Danny, that, that he felt, you know, he, we, we know he feels the pressure. He wants to do well. He's a great person. He's, he's a caring individual. But I think he was more than honest when he said he was trying to prove with the big contract that it was worth it. That he was worth it. And a lot of guys go through that. A lot of guys who really care, because these guys care. They want to win. They want to, they want to be good teammates. And... He's gotten over that because he knows the only way to show that he's worth that is to go play the game that got him to that contract level. But it's not about contracts for him now. Now it's not about, it's about taking possession of a leadership void and really leading. In, and I don't think he was comfortable doing it. I don't think that's his nature. But he has embraced it. And you can tell now, I mean, just the way he's walking, his body, he's a big body, you know, not a big body language back to him. I mean, I watch it, his body language is so much better. You see it every once in a while, again, back in the game, he takes a penalty, doesn't score, and the head goes low. But his, his play has been amazing. So for Eklund, to go back to your original thought, Eklund gets to learn off of, off of Hurdle, but also, as you said, gets to look at an example like Gramlin and go, well, he's kind of the same size as me. I mean, he's a little bit thicker, obviously. But, yeah, I could, I could play that way. And I think that's a great point. And that's what you want in this organization right now. You need the young guys, and Eklund being the younger guy of, of anybody, to go, yep, that's a good example for him to follow. Yeah, and, and good for Zetterlin, too. I mean, here's another guy. He's got eight goals. Now, it was interesting, I think I told you, I talked to Lindy Ruff in, in Jersey and we were talking about, about Zetterland. And, and Lindy thought, and, and we saw it last year, he came over and it was tough. It was tough to come from Jersey to, to play in San Jose. But he embraced it this year, um, was here all, most of the summer, and being able to train and be, be the guy that, that uh, was 100% a San Jose shark. And again, what I love about Zetterland is Everything's a sprint. He sprints to every position, sprints to every puck. Best furnace face in the league. Um, that shows you he's working. 
I love the, the chemistry that he and he and Granlin have together too. They, they work so well off each other. They sure do. And the, the one thing about Zetterlin this year as opposed to last year is he seems much stronger on his skates. He, 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 and it was almost like he was tentative last year. But he with the confidence and with you know, being comfortable in the surroundings, being in San Jose in the summer, and then having the chemistry with Eklund, that's just a really nice combination. Looks like Kapo Kakinen's going to get the start, and why not? He's played really, really well over the last couple of weeks and had to come in in relief, which was a very tough thing to do. I think the save he made on Dylan Larkin might have won the game for the team. It was a real angle shot, but Larkin's good at scoring those goals. And somehow, he was able to get there and make the save. Made a few others, but to me, that was the, the game. That, that was the moment where the Sharks said, okay, we're getting goaltending now in spite of the fact. And it wasn't like Blackwood played badly. In fact, I guess on the bench... Um, after he came off, David Quinn actually went over and said something to McKenzie and said, listen, you, you've done a really good job here. This is not why we made the change in goal. I think that's really good coaching, too. Yeah, well, uh, we, we have talked on and on and on about David Quinn and the coaching staff and how good of a job they've done. They've done a marvelous job. This shows you from the start and all the adversity the Sharks have faced to where they are now. Absolutely amazing. Now the key is, as you said, don't be satisfied here. You called it a golden opportunity. I like that, by the way. It is. Let's go from a good trip to a great trip. It would be a great trip if they can get two points tonight. There are going to be a couple of lineup changes. Looks like Henry Thrun, who was recalled from the AHL, might be in. We'll wait and see at game time. A couple of other decisions that have to be made. But bottom line is that the Sharks need to have contributions from every area of their game. And the one area I think they can, they can really improve the most tonight is on the power play. They've only got one power play goal on this trip. In my mind, it's that second unit that might be the difference, and I saw them working really hard today. And they need you, and there's a little bit of a change there in personnel, and that's what you do as a coach. You try to find the right personnel to make it successful, but you're right, they need to give you a little bit more of a pop. So look for that. That could be one of our Toyota keys tonight. You never know. Tune in at 6.30 for the Sharks and the Golden Knights. Until then, that's it for the Morning Skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.